Well, Pastor Shelley, we've been talking for a little bit about the four things, the four words, the four topics that give the true meaning of Christmas. We've already talked about hope, peace, and joy. And if, if you're listening now and you haven't listened to those three podcasts that came before this one, you need to go back and tune into those. But today we're going to finish up as we're talking about love, the last topic of Advent, uh, something that, that a lot of churches use to bring back the focus of Christmas towards Jesus. Um, what is love and how does it relate to Christmas? Pastor Shelley. The Christmas story, Noah, is a love story between God and man. Uh, Paul tries to define the, the love of God or put it in the words. He used four measuring terms in Ephesians 3.18 when he said this, um, together with all the saints, I'm trying to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so you can see that uh, Paul wanted the Ephesians to know that God loves them. And the Christmas story is very clear uh, that God loves every one of us. And that love is, um, is seen in Jesus Christ, baby Jesus, in a manger. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, using those, those couple points of wide, long, high, deep, uh, you pointed out in the, the sermon that you gave uh, that the why talks about that there's room for us, yes. right? It includes us. Yes. It's so wide, it's so vast that that anybody who wants to have a relationship with God, who wants to experience the love of God, there's room in his house for them. Along, no matter how far away you are, you know, it brings to mind the idea of the prodigal son who was a wayward child, yet the love of the father extended out to where they were, mm -hmm. um, how high it reaches to the heavens, how deep no matter the depth of the sin that you're experiencing, mm -hmm. you can have the love of God. It's wide enough, uh, it's long enough, it's high enough, it's deep enough to encapsulate your problems, your sin, your life, and you to, for, so that you can experience the love of God. That's right. You can never outrun the love of God. Right. Uh, you're not that fast and you can't run that far. Mm -hmm. And so in that, Noah, we, um, we have... A few statements that uh, I believe three statements that I want to make about the love of God, mm -hmm. and um, because Noah, sometimes people miss miss out. They don't understand they 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 don't understand the love of God because so many times our circumstances in life mm -hmm. may uh, cry out that may make people question whether God really loves them. Yeah, it's very easy, especially as we're looking at the chaos of the world and the circumstances that, that surround our lives to get distracted by those things, and they become the forefront, and then we forget about the love of God that, that is so wide, so deep, so, so high, so long, um, that encapsulates all of us. It can be very easy to, to put on the blinders, so to speak, from the love of God and just see the circumstances that are in front of us. Yes. But that love, um, we cannot be separated from it. You know, and so part of what this Christmas season is about is remembering the love of God and pointing us towards that love. Well, my first point, Noah, is that um, the love of God is sometimes confusing. Mm -hmm. And we're going to use the Christmas story in that. And so uh, <clears throat> why don't you read Luke 2, 1 through 7, and as, as we kind of get closer to Christmas here and kind of yeah. finish up this series, 
Uh, let, let's read one through seven and what happens there uh, with Mary and Joseph. It says, In those days Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place Why? Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for them, for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Noah, a lot of people today say, why does God allow these things, these bad things to happen to me if he loves me? And two people that could say that 2,000 years ago was Mary and Joseph. Absolutely. I mean, they, they uh, first of all, Mary <laughs> finds out one day she's expecting, mm-hmm. and then Joseph... He says, wait a minute, what's going on? You know, an angel appears to him and his wife is with child and they had to walk by faith in that. And when they got through that and kind of figured that out, then they had to find out that they have to travel to Bethlehem and she's pregnant. She's in the third trimester. And uh, then they get there and there's no hotel reservations. Mm-hmm. They, ha- they end up in a barn. They end up in the baby and then all of a sudden she goes into labor, which they didn't want that to happen. They wanted right. to get back to, I'm sure, Nazareth. And then um, the baby's born, and the and baby Jesus is placed in a manger. It would be very easy for me and you and mm-hmm. Mary and Joseph to look up to heaven and say, God, what are you doing? Do you, If you love me, why are these things happening to me? Right. And there's people all over the world that tie the love of God to their own circumstances. Absolutely. And we can see, as, as we've looked at this illustration, we can see throughout all of Scripture so many different examples of God's love being poured out through the midst of difficult circumstances and trials. Right. Um, I think of Job. Um, yes. I think of uh, you know so Joseph. And they all experienced the love of God. Yes. But their circumstances were terrible. Horrible. Yeah, and Mary and Joseph are the exact same way. Their circumstances were terrible, um, at the time, that's what they that's what they could see. Mm-hmm. And yet when we look at the big picture of the love of God, man, that story unfolds to an amazing hope, an amazing peace, an amazing joy, and the love of God being poured out on not only Mary and Joseph, but on all of mankind. And God's love is bigger than our circumstances. Absolutely. And we do not measure the love of God by our circumstances. Mm-hmm. We measure the love of God by his word right. and what he promises and and what we experience when we experience the love of God. Absolutely. And, well, here's number two, Noah. The love of God is sometimes, cha- is sometimes challenging. And what I mean by that is, boy, so many times we don't feel like we measure up. Mm-hmm. Why don't you read the passage about the shepherds in 8 through 12 of Luke 2. Yeah, it says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. 
This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Noah, uh, the shepherds were not known as good people. They had a bad reputation. Mm-hmm. They they were considered uh, thieves, uh, mm-hmm. dishonest, immoral people. As far as the temple worship was concerned, they were unclean yep, because dirty. they stayed with the uh, sheep. Ironically, the sheep that they raised were the sheep that they sold for the temple worship yep. in Jerusalem. Uh, the they they had a low self worth. Uh, low self-esteem, and then all of a sudden an angel appears to them, and they were terrified. Well, let me tell you, I'm sure that they were asking the question when those angels appeared, how can a holy God love someone like me? And I believe their fear of that moment was, oh, no, it's finally called up to me. God is about to judge me, Mm -hmm. and that this is not a... This is not an angel of good news. This is an angel of death coming to take my life. Right. Yeah, and that that can put the, the that same thought, that same idea is something that encapsulates all of us at times as well, you know, where we can be fearful of, of the sin that we've done. There's so many times I've talked to people where God can't love me because I've done this, 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 and this. Yes, well, the love of God, like we said, is not based on our circumstances, but it's also not based on our sinfulness. That's right. If the love of God was based on our sinfulness, we'd all be in trouble. That's right. Because yeah. we're all sinners and fall short of the glory of God. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God sent Jesus for us mm-hmm. when we were sinners. The only reason that Jesus was in that manger is because he came to die for our sins, mm-hmm. to set us free uh, from the sin of death. Absolutely. Those those dirty, unclean shepherds, mm-hmm. God was going to use to demonstrate his love. And in the same way, God wants to demonstrate his love for all of us, even when we're in our sinfulness as well. And that's the challenge, mm-hmm. that that we can believe that God loves us despite of us. Right, right, absolutely. And he does with an everlasting, unconditional, unconditional. love. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening today... I'm telling you, God loves you with an unconditional love. No matter what your sin is, no matter how much of that sin, no matter how many times you've turned away from God, um, no matter what's going on in your life right now or what went on in the past, God loves you with an everlasting love. Absolutely. He definitely does. And that love cannot be taken away either. It doesn't matter what we do. Um, it's it's everlasting. It can be confusing. It can be challenging. Um, but that love of God remains forever. And we've got one more as well. Yeah, the love of God is sometimes indescribable. It's hard to describe God's love. Uh, we, we have to experience it. The angels probably did the best job of anybody mm-hmm. using language to try to describe God's love. But go ahead and read uh, 13 through 20 of Luke 2, and we see their descriptions of God's love, their description. It says, Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. 
But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Noah, there's going to be worldwide celebration Mm. on the 25th of Jesus and his love. Yep. God's love for us through Jesus Christ. The sign was a baby in a manger. Worldwide celebration. But if you look at the shepherds, it's not enough just to hear the good news Mm -hmm. and hear about God's love. You must personally experience God's love, God's love for yourself. And so many people today settle for less than the experience of God's love. Absolutely. They're happy with just the story. They're happy with just hearing about Jesus mm-hmm. and his love, but they never experience it. Yep. And like you said, they're they're happy just hearing it. a lot of people know that Christmas is about Jesus. And a lot of people know that. But like you said, it's not enough just to hear it. Mm-hmm. They had to go, the, the shepherds heard that what the angels were saying, but they didn't really understand what was going on. It was indescribable, um, like we said, that the love of God had been demonstrated to them, and they had to go see it for themselves. And in the same way, if you're listening, um, God's love has been demonstrated to you. It, it happened 2,000 years when Jesus was born in a manger. Mm-hmm. And then after that, when Jesus was killed on the cross, was buried, and then rose from the dead. Yes. But that truth, that that knowledge is only worth it. It's only worth it to you if you've experienced it. That's right. You have to encounter Jesus. It brings to mind the uh, Saul on the road to Damascus. He had heard a lot of things about Jesus. But what what he thought was true and what was really true, he had some things mixed up. Until it didn't matter, did it? It didn't matter until he encountered Jesus. That's right. And then everything changed. Everything changed. And in the doesn't same matter way, what we think. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what, what our opinion is. Right. When yeah. we encounter Jesus, everything changes. Right. And um, as we close out, John 3, 16. Yes. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him, should not perish, but have eternal life. Amen. That's the love that God has shown us. Yeah. And that's the hope. That's the peace. That's the joy. Mm-hmm. And that's the love that God has shown us. It's an it's an unfailing, never ending love. That's and right. sometimes it's confusing. Sometimes it's challenging. Sometimes it's indescribable. Mm-hmm. But it's but never ending. It's never ending. And it must be experienced. It must be experienced. You have to encounter the love of God. And if you're listening and and you've got questions about what that looks like, you have questions about how do you experience the love of God, man, we would love to talk with you. Absolutely. Um, you can call the church, you can email me, you can uh you can leave a review, whatever. We'll reach out to you and uh we'll we'll help you understand what that looks like to to follow Christ, to experience, encounter the love of God. Um, because we want to see that come to fruition in your life. Amen. As we talked in a previous podcast, um God does not want to see anybody perish, but he wants to see all come to know him. God's desire is for you to know him, and ours is too. So reach out to us. We'd love to help you with that. Pastor Shelley, uh, as we're closing out this time of Advent, why don't you pray for us? Okay. Father, we just come before you. And Lord, if I could wrap up four presents and give to everyone listening to this podcast today, Lord, it would be a box of supernatural hope, 
a box of supernatural peace, a box of supernatural joy, and a box of supernatural love mm-hmm. that every listener could open and receive what you have for every believer. Lord, I know this world comes against us and robs us of those things. And Lord, I just pray right now that every listener will just uh, bend the knee and pause and come repent and be obedient and come back to you to experience the joy of Christmas, the peace of, of Christmas, the hope of Christmas, the love of Christmas that is all wrapped up in that manger in the person of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And God, we, uh, we thank you for this time. We thank you for the gospel, and we thank you for dying on the cross for us and giving us life. Lord, uh, I pray the celebration this Sunday uh, will just be incredible for every believer. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Shelley. Again, if you haven't gone back and listened to those previous podcasts on hope, peace, joy, and love, uh, go back and do that now. Thank you for bearing with us as this has been a a little bit of a long one that we've broken up a little bit. Um, But thank you guys for for tuning in. We want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. A Happy New Year. Um, If you haven't yet, make sure you leave a review, subscribe to the podcast that gets the, the, the word out to some people and Chances are, if you like the podcast, somebody else will. So go ahead and leave a review, share that, and always remember, Jesus is the answer.